The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Awaken to the divine within. You're listening to unityonlineradio.org. Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician-patient relationship, give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your healthcare provider to obtain treatment. Discover your body's natural ability to heal. Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Healthy Living Intuitively with Mona Lisa, and I'm talking about today, the title of the show is, Do You Have Sick Thyroid Syndrome? But authentically, you need to ask yourself, is my health making my thyroid sick? Is my thyroid making me sick? Every five minutes, you hear about someone saying, hey, guess what? I knew it. My thyroid bit the dust, bit the dust. So now I'm on thyroid meds. The only problem is it hasn't kicked in yet. This is important because a lot of times after a person's had a long, hard struggle, the doctors check the thyroid and there are certain numbers that are low and they say, hey, listen, you got thyroid problems. And it's not always that you have a thyroid disease. Have you suffered from chronic stress, cold, bowel problems, and you're told you had a thyroid problem? Have you ever been suffering from severe infection, even been hospitalized, and then next thing you know, you got hair loss, you're freezing, you're tired, you got this dry, puffy skin, and you wonder, is my thyroid? If you're one of the thousands of people in the United States that are always getting your thyroid tested when you're feeling tired, today's your day because you want to. We're going to discuss: Do I have sick thyroid syndrome? Today's world is very common to have people all over the place. They're cold. They're tired. They're gaining weight. Have trouble focusing, and they have a little bit of irregularity in the thyroid. They think it's their thyroid, but is it? I'm going to explain. Yes, you may have an abnormal thyroid test, but the cause of it is important. Stress from major trauma, emotional trauma, immune, all kinds of other things can gum up your thyroid and make it not work, thus causing it thick thick, thick thyroid syndrome. Say that five times. Today I'm going to show you how to use the mind-body medical intuitive solutions 
to help you with this condition. Thus the question, is my body making my thyroid sick or is my thyroid making my body sick? We're taking your calls, 816-251-3555, from within the U.S. and Canada. And remember, UnityOnlineRadio.org is live, live every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. East Coast time. And you can get this show on your favorite podcast provider, provider, as well as join the live show with a question every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. We're going to do something different today. We will go to, I got my mouse in the wrong place here. Mice tend to run on my desk. We will go to Natalie, line one. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hi, Dr. Mona Lisa. How are you? Okay, Natalie, how are you? I am very tired. Okay. This is what I want to show. So a lot of people would ask themselves, is this my thyroid? Very easy. Very easy. The thing is, if you check your thyroid, right, and there's one number, it's T3. It's the one that most easily goes to your brain. Did you know that? I actually did know that. You're smart. (laughs) Um, And so, because most people, when they're given thyroid medicine, they're given T4, Synthroid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But your body, that would assume your body can convert it readily. And people who have sick thyroid syndrome, something's different about their body, they can't. So that would be uh, wrong, the wrong medicine Mm -hmm. for them, especially if they were sick. But suffice it to say, if you have low T3, what does it mean? Either, one, you have a diseased thyroid, you're hypothyroid from Hashimoto's or whatever. Two, you've been very sick. Or three, you've been on a lot of fast or starvation. So let's go to the last two. Because that's sick thyroid syndrome, meaning you've been sick and it's messed up your thyroid. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. So the question is, why does that happen? And I want to enlarge people's thoughts of an illness and why it lingers. There's this big hoopla now about COVID and then long COVID, long haul COVID. COVID is a virus, and then our body creates cytokines to kill the virus. Our immune systems do. The problem is that it's like any immune aftermath. The cytokines hang around, and they have an effect on our body. And that's true with a lot of illnesses. Your immune, I don't want to say attack or defense. I'm trying to use a non-military metaphor here. Your immune protection for you may at times be overblown, especially if you have a history of trauma or stress. And it can have, if it hangs on, just in case you could still be affected, it has a residual effect on your body. I guess they call it overkill. So recently they talked about long-haul covid not just affecting your lungs and affecting your fatigue, but it also affects your brain. What we're finding out, this has been going on for other health problems as well. The same thing with thyroid. If you've had terrible trauma, huge stress, major surgery, cancer, lungs, 
problems like pneumonia, a heart attack, congestive heart failure, um, your whole body gets uh, infected, sepsis. You had um, medicines like steroids that reset your immune system. You have inflammatory bowel disease like Crohn's or colitis. A bunch of other things, including starvation and fasts, that all of those can block your body's capacity for converting, for producing correct thyroid hormone. And one of them has to do with cytokines. So in many ways, like having a long-haul COVID, serious illness cause long-haul problems, cytokines that in the end probably glum up, clog the machinery of multiple organs, one of which, only one of which is the thyroid. Does that make sense, Natalie? That does make sense. So when I look at you, so you understand that most people think, oh, I'm tired, I'm midlife, it must be my thyroid. That's not right. It can be a lot of things. The first thing I see is there's someone in your life who's deanimated, meaning the animation, the life, that pilot light inside of them has gone out. This is someone yes. that you will really, wait a minute, don't say anything. Let me do the job okay. or they take the radio show away from me and give it to you, okay? <laughs> Somehow you'll get a call from unityonlineradio.org and they'll say, Mona Lisa did a crappy job today, um, Natalie, would you like to take up with her? So this person, you really want contact with them, but part of you needs this energetic connection, just like people with an electric car have to go with a fill-up. I don't know what you call it with a fill-up, but gasoline, you get a fill-up with your car, but you need a charge. This person you want to charge from, but they've lost their zing, they've lost their charge. You try to help them get their mojo back. I guess that's the old-fashioned way of saying it. And mm-hmm. they're just not doing it. And worse yet, you, they're walled off, removed, inaccessible. The problem is, even though on the surface you look wonderful, wonderful, you're getting steamed inside like a baby who at first gets anxious when they're not getting fed. Then they get angry. And the next yep. step would be depression. Because yep. anger turned inward is depression. That's the work That's of Karen, right. Karen Hornay, which is an unfortunate last name. I think her first name was or Horney, but I digress. <laughs> um, who is this person? Don't give me their full name. Just tell me what they are to you. Um, they kind of were a significant other, and it's a very complicated thing. Okay, no, no, and... we'll make it easy, because I want you to know your left brain is making it complicated. Your body's not. Your left brain yeah. gives details and actually gums up the machinery because you'll it. say, well, it's complicated because blah, blah, blah. And your body goes, blah, blah, blah. I don't need all those details. Basically, your body's saying, hey, listen, I'm not getting anything from him anymore. There's no love there for me. And plus the fact he could, but he won't. He or she could, but they won't. They could, but they won't. They won't make the effort. I do, but they won't. They're stubborn. Are you following me? Yes, absolutely. And somebody else in your life did the same. It feels cold and withholding. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody, I, I think maybe, I, I have a lot of mishaps 
for most people, health mishaps. For most people, it would be the equivalent of a hangnail. So don't take any of this seriously, okay? It's a lot of who shot John. <laughs> no, I'm serious. So on the way to have a surgery, I was on a plane. I had trouble walking at the time, really trouble walking. I was really losing my legs to paralysis. So I stand up in the plane, and I get two concussions, honest to God. Since that time, I've had trouble with my memory. So a friend of mine has been a little steamed at me, and I kind of forgot her days off. So she got mad. So I said, you want to have lunch with me a certain day? And she goes, that's my, that's the day I work. I said, oh, I didn't know. And she goes, how soon we forget. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was hurt. It's just ridiculous. I'm inviting this individual for lunch, and this is what I get here, kicking the teeth. took me Mm -hmm. two days to figure out the most skillful thing I said, and I go, you know, you're right. I'm glad you picked it up because I do have trouble with memory. (laughs) (laughs) She was getting angry because she wanted to connect to the mothership for enthusiasm and charge, and she couldn't. So I got a little bit of venom. But mm-hmm. she took my memory problem as a desire not to connect. This person has other problems. Absolutely. It's not that they don't want to connect to you. But your anger, you're not saying something like that and spitting it out like she did. You're spinning it inward. And it's messing up your body. It's, um, it lowers your serotonin, lowers your dopamine. And does other yeah. things with your immune system. This yeah. is an ex relationship. How long ago? Kind of recent, kind of like uh, towards the end of last year. And how long was this relationship? Um, I would say easily a year and a half, or more, a little more than that. I look at your head. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Don't say anything. I see a problem with change of range of motion in your neck that causes you to have a dull, hard feeling in your head, a pain. I can't figure out if you have problems with your posture, you've hurt your neck, but there's something different about your range of motion in your neck at the topper levels, the top levels. Yes. See two to, wait a minute, don't say anything. That's important. C2 to C4. Once again, I don't know if that was an accident, an injury, or what that is, and I'll explain in a second. And it's interesting that I would bring up the whole thing of going to the hospital for the neck surgery because I'll explain it in a second. It causes you to have a dull pain in your head. In fatigue, your lower extremities feel like lead. Fascinating. I would bring up that um, that uh, example. I look at your heart. You understand I'm not giving you a diagnosis prescribing treatment or doing psychotherapy, right? I understand. Good. I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast, esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. There was, you might be taking medicine or some kind of supplements um, that aggravate your digestion. It either mm. causes decreased acid, overgrowth of bacteria. There's a red dotted pattern where your esophagus, stomach, small intestine is. You'll think it's diet, things like that. It isn't. 
I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder, uterus, left ovary, red ovary, and cervix if you still have them. I see capacity for a widening of your uterine wall that makes your lower abdomen puffy. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. There's something different about your right hip and lower back. I look at your neck, upper back, lower back, and sacral areas. Once again, that high neck problem with a change of range of motion that affects the back of your neck and head. Other than the fatigue, can you please tell me your health concerns? Um, well, right now, um, it's more of a mental health concern. And, okay. Um, I okay. Just... okay, but beyond the mental health, let me ask you a question. Have you ever gotten an accident or some kind of problem with your neck? I think I was around 14-ish when I was in a, a, like, a, like a fender bender, and I was in the back seat, and there was no headrest where I was sitting, and I had some whiplash. You were 14? Approximately. I was a freshman in high school. And um, do you have problems with your neck? Not necessarily. Um, my chiropractor, he's AMIT certified, and I sometimes when I see him, I say, can you please pop my neck? And he'll feel it, and he'll do it, minute, and it feels minute. much better. Wait a minute. You go to a chiropractor. You certainly don't mm -hmm. go there to get your tires rotated. People go no. to a chiropractor to have something changed about their body. What do you go to a chiropractor for? Um, I work for a magazine. And it's a, like an ad trade deal. So my, myself and the publisher, we go as just like a trade. So it's not for any specific reason. But you ask them to, quote, pop your neck. Yes, because I always feel like my neck needs to pop. And I can okay, do okay, it wait sometimes. A minute, wait a minute. So you don't have them pop an elbow. You don't have them pop your lower back. It's your neck. No, no okay. specifically. So it's always do, my neck. Okay. And go ahead. Well, I tune into it because I'm intuitive myself, and ironically, I've taken the class of yours before when you came to Austin, but I tune in, and I said, I think it's like C3, C2, C3, or C4, and he'll feel okay. it, and, and he says, yep. Okay, so this is the key. I don't know how many times you popped it, and I don't know how you injured it, but you need to get it evaluated because um, many people who have high cervical problems get fatigue. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Well, you know, and now. <laughs> and <you get laughs> I that sure do. Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. <laughs> it's like from that <laughs> PBS show, Hi, This is Fresh Air. Yes, it <laughs> does. A lot of people think they have chronic fatigue and then they come down with a neck problem. Yes, indeedy. It also can cause dizziness, vertigo, and tinnitus. You didn't hmm. know that, did you? Do you want to know why? I did, I did not. Yes, First of I all, do. Because um, the parasympathetic chain is there, and there are a lot of cranial nerves that influence, um, it doesn't matter, but dizziness, vertigo. So it makes mm -hmm. you think that, well, a lot of doctors think you're nuts, but if you study that, you'll realize C2, C3, and C4. Yes, indeedy, Bob. And then if you complicate that by an injury, and whether or not you hit your head and had a concussion. You need to get it evaluated, plus or minus. Make sure um, you just need to get it evaluated because it could be complicating your fatigue. Do you understand? I you do. You can also, also 
you need to evaluate your mood. And if you're getting something, something, you're getting enough love that you're now missing from him. Do you understand? Yes. Because that can cause a lack of opiates and oxytocin contact. You can have grief. And mm-hmm. grief takes about 10 months to get over. It's the opposite of birth. Birth is 10 months for pregnancy. Death is 10 months for bereavement. Mm-hmm. If you have it complicated, it becomes depression. Mm-hmm. And depending on why it's hard to get over that individual, it can become complicated. Why might it be hard for you to get over him? Because the relationship isn't like really over is the whole there deal. There you go. Why isn't it over? Um, because I didn't it's see hard. it over. You, you told no, me it and it over. doesn't feel over. Thank you, for, thank you for validating that because it doesn't feel over to me. I know, but feeling is right brain. Left brain is the other side of the brain. You don't want to be walking around with half of the head. You can't just go by <laughs> feeling. So if you're not seeing him, he's, he's blocked you on all manners of discussion. He doesn't email. He doesn't call. He doesn't write. For him, in all intents and purposes, it's over. But you might say, it doesn't feel over. That's too bad. It'd be over for him. Sure. And the external facts are, it's over. However, have you had contact with him, email, snail mail, seeing him, calling him? Has he called you or had any contact with you since you broke up? Yes. Consistent. What way? Phone, a text, maybe email. That's less, a little more rare, or we'll see each other occasionally. When you see each other, how long do you stay together? It depends. Are um, you on a horizontal or vertical position? Both. Problem. <laughs> Buzzer. <laughs> do you understand? Yes. You can't get not over it. It's ridiculous. Do you get it? Yeah, Because I do. it's not over. So the person who's having a problem saying it's over is you because it isn't over. Mm-hmm. At all. It's, um, you know, you can have a leg that starts to turn purple, get puffy, edematous. And you go to a doctor, and the doctor will say, you know, there's a, there's, a, um, there's a circulation problem here. You got, it's the blood, the passion from your heart is not going to the leg. Mm. And it's sick. Mm-hmm. Though you're seeing this person, and though there are various ways of communication, the very reasons why you broke up are still present. Yep. But parts of the relationship are still very much dead. And that is not helping you any. Because you're not talking about it. And talking about it is the neck. Mm. And that's exhausting. Because it takes time and energy to not talk about what the problem is. Yeah. Do you get it? I understand. You have to, because otherwise it will get mad at you. 
you'll get mad. Has he brought up why you broke up? No. No, but he don't say no. Explain no, no. Hold on a second. Go ahead. Go ahead. He doesn't say. Does he said? You know what? I have to bring this up. We are officially broken up, but we're still seeing each other. So are we unbroken up or are we broken up and are we getting back together again? If we're getting back together again, can we please discuss why we broke up so we don't have that standing in between us? Because I really want to get back together again. Right. Does he say anything to that degree? To an extent. You know, to an extent means you're putting words in his mouth. Well, no, it's 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 we do, but the conversation doesn't no, no, get too deep yet. We. You said we. Yeah. We is you're still putting. It's like a ventriloquist. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is a dummy, and then there's a person putting the mouth in. If you're not talking about it, but you've been in a horizontal position, that's a problem. That's like a teenager's. That's why you get neck and fatigue problems. Hmm. So I have to ask you, are you afraid to talk about it? No. Oh, yes? Then why haven't you talked about it? He's resistant to some of it for right now. There's other factors at play. If he's resistant to some of it, what are the factors at play that make his mouth not work? Um... There was an ex who popped up and she's mentally unstable and claims that. Oh, this is that. always, this is always the case. Yep. So if he really loved you, he'd say, you know what? I'm going to get professional help by going to www.behavioraltechtech.com so I can gain the skills for effectiveness, dear man, and possibly get a DBT coach to help me with her so I can have a free and clear title to have a relationship with someone else rather than visit upon her my problems. What was that website? No, I'm not going to tell you. You can listen to the replay. I'm simply saying because it's his problem and not your gig. Right. Do you understand? Yeah, absolutely. So therefore, it becomes a big excuse. So I get it. He's He's Mr. I'm still handling the prior relationship so not only did he break up with you and he stuck on you but he broke up with her and he's still stuck on her so this man never mm-hmm. puts a period on the end of any sentence because there are complicating factors right right he's a nice man but he's a pushover this is not helpful mm-hmm. and you're too understanding it's not going to help because you swallow your anger good luck okay I want to thank, thank you, you very um, much. There's my music. You know what that means. We got to go to break, but we'll come back. We're talking about is you are you making your thyroid? Is your body making your thyroid sick, or is your thyroid making you sick? You're listening to Healthy Living Intuitively. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org thrive.
Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming back to Healthy Living Intuitively with me, Dr. Mona Lisa. Today's show has been dedicated to a thyroid that's sick. Is your body making your thyroid sick or is your thyroid making you sick? A lot of times you'll feel tired, cold, your hair will get thin, and they'll test your thyroid and you'll have a low T3. What does this mean? Do you have thyroid disease? Are you very sick recently? Have you been having on fast? There's a lot of reasons why a person can have low T3. If you look at your antibodies against your thyroid, you might have Hashimoto's disease, especially if you have other thyroid numbers that are off. However, there are a lot of reasons why a person may have those symptoms and have an isolated T3 to make this simplified. Simplified. And that is, if you have an inflammatory problem, you've been on steroids, you have pneumonia, you have heart disease, you've had a recent major surgery and you've been in the hospital, you have cancer, you've had a major trauma, burns, infection all over your body. These can create cytokines, the same immune molecules that cause low long COVID syndrome. Cytokines make it hard for your thyroid hormone to be converted from T4 to T3, make it hard for your T3 thyroid hormone to get into your cells and make your cells rev up. And then it makes it hard for your cells to bind, your T3 to bind the carriers in your blood. So what do you do if this happens? This is controversial. If it's if you've been on repeated fasts or a very low-calorie diet, it's a sign that your body's not getting enough calories, enough energy, because your body's being put in a very stressed state. Very important. It doesn't mean, oh, I'll take T3 and stay on this starvation diet. Do not do that. A low T3 can also be present in someone with anorexia. So you understand there's a continuum there. I'm not going to get into that whole Azurai. Suffice it to say, you treat the major health problem and you might do acupuncture Chinese herbs to do tonics to nourish your body to come back from being weak from trying to come back from that health problem, whether it's a heart attack, pneumonia, sepsis, that body inflammation, stress, major surgery, your body's been through a long haul. It takes time to come back. Jacking yourself up with thyroid hormone medicine doesn't fix it because you still have those molecules floating in your blood. Just like long COVID, you'll still have cytokines floating in your blood it's not going to it's not going to change it however 
beyond treating the underlying illness, there are some people who use low amounts of T3 in illnesses like depression and so on as an adjuvant factor because T3 can go primarily through the brain and help with focus attention. So this is important to talk to your physician as well as an integrated physician. However, if your heart starts to rate, your blood pressure goes up, you get speedy and all that other stuff, it's not going to help you. It's going to make you worse. Not to mention if the fact is your TSH goes way, way up, your brain is being told, your hypothalamus and pituitary is being told, hey, what is going on here? You're jacking yourself up. That's not what you do. The primary way of handling sick thyroid syndrome is to treat the primary illness that's making your thyroid sick. But if you've been that way for a very, 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 very long time, some integrated physicians suggest, and beyond Chinese herbs and tonics and treating the primary illness, to consider a tiny amount of T3. Talk to your physician about this. We'll go to line Kathleen, line two. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, I am well. I'm very excited to speak to you. How are you? I'm okay. How can I be of help? Um, I was listening to your uh, the Facebook Live that you had on, and um, and then I thought I would I'd try to call in. I'm so fortunate to be able to talk to you. Uh, last year, you... You um, people were amazing. I Here I am being very enthusiastic <laughs> on Facebook. No one's saying anything. Well, I did type in. I said, hello, but maybe it's just didn't show up. I thought, you know what? I'm taking off. I'm going to go find a Twinkie somewhere or get a cup of coffee. It was unbelievable. You're going to go talk to the neighborhood dogs. Quiet as chipmunks. But anyway, how can I be of help, Kathleen? And you a bunch of sorry people over there. Facebook. I'm going to go back to Instagram. Oh, I love your Instagrams, too. I love your videos. You're talking with your neighborhood neighborhood dogs, dogs getting their conversations. They're tight-lipped. These people are (laughs) tight-lipped because they never say anything back. Um, Oh, Kathleen, how can I be of help? Yes, yes. Okay, so in your description, you were talking about... No, hold on um, a second. I do not talk to the neighborhood dogs. It's intuitive... Intuitive on the street. It's a reporter. Intuitive reporter on the street. Yes, the intuitive reporter on the street. It's not me. It's intuitive reporter on the street. And I interview people about various things like Ukraine and, you know, the weather and stuff. And I ask ask them their opinions. And several of them do not respond because they don't like to talk to people. But anyway, how can I be of help? Oh, I just love, I really do appreciate all the, what you do show because it's just I love all the gratitude that you're um, demonstrating, and it's just phenomenal. And with your recovery, it's just great, big, huge. I love it. So thank you for sharing all that. And thank you for sharing this uh, conversation because last year you really helped me uh, with um, the situation around my uh, birthday, and it was uh, a breakup, and um, I was listening to the previous caller, and I thought, wow, this is pretty um, amazing. Um, that but I was cleaned up that situation. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You are you are a very nurturing person. You're a very caring person. And you're in a situation in your life where you're breaking free. You're fifty one. But there's someone in your life who's nervous, anxious, and is having difficulty. And you may have a hard time seeing that person clearly. Um this person may have problems with melancholy, sadness, and you're very intuitively keyed into them. 
you feel their sadness as if it's your own. In the past, you set aside your needs, fun, all this other stuff, to help this person. However, you're having a hard time going to the next stage of your life and having fun. This person is reminiscent of someone in your early life who um, was needy, needed you, needed somebody. They couldn't be alone. Who in your life right now is anxious, nervous, not doing well? Um, well, there could be three people. Um, tell me I'm in the order, and I'll tell okay. you why, how I can pick them out. Go ahead. All right. So one is uh, um, a former partner who okay. I said, okay, that's enough, like, friend, if we can. Um, number two is uh, my mother. Um, and uh, I'm currently helping her with uh, a ton of paperwork uh, regarding some financial contracts that she's got herself into. And who's, who's number three? Number three is my uh, daughter. Okay. This is the intuitive rule of three. The intuitive rule of three, it's never number one. <laughs> okay. It's never number one. Number two is getting warmer. And number three... Ding, 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 the nearly mm-hmm. double. The reason is, number two is the person way in the past that is reminiscent of this individual I'm talking about. But the real problem is your daughter. Okay. That you have to nurture that you're worried about. And your mm-hmm. daughter has some elements of your mother but because she's part of you, you have a hard time seeing that. Love is blind. Do you understand? Um, yeah. You don't see it. Let me put okay, it this way. Yeah. You, your mother is needy and has trouble being alone and needs you. However, you had those tender moments of your daughter giving birth, raising her, her first steps and everything. That gives you more of a tenderness to be less aggravated, you have more patience. And it's not that you don't have patience with your mother, but you give your daughter much more leeway and you're less likely to see the problem in, a, in as much a negative slant as necessary so it doesn't affect your body. How old is your daughter? Uh, she'll be 18 in April. Does your daughter know what she needs? She wants to do next year? Uh, yeah. What does she want to do? Uh, it's um, like a form of social work in a way. It's uh, child and youth care. Um, it's like the, like a college version of a university. Okay, so I'm in Canada, but we have college and university where it's you know, university level is considered college. Um, so community college uh, program. So she's going to go to uh, a community college program to be something like a social worker. It, it's uh, similar. It's like the paraprofessional version of okay. social worker. Yeah. Does your daughter have a kind of anxiety, skittishness, nervousness? Yeah. Okay. That, see how I have the body? I have her? 
Mm-hmm. That would make a mother be protective of her and not want me to talk about her. Okay. See how you get putting up fences and walls? <laughs> it's like you're saying, don't go near there. <laughs> well, that's not I'm on the line still, so it's okay. Thank you. I, know, I appreciate you understand it. Yes, you're intuitively I... keyed into her. She's the reason why I tied my tubes at 36. <laughs> so you understand her anxiety goes from her right brain to her adrenal gland. Her adrenal gland yeah. releases epinephrine, which makes all the muscles contract and makes you tie it, right? right? It also makes your adrenal gland release cortisol, which does stuff to your immune system, releasing cytokines, making you more susceptible to viruses and so on. So you get cortisol and you get epinephrine, which makes you tired. That's her. Mm. Anxiety makes you tired. Get it? Right. Yeah. And it also makes you depressed, which makes you tired. Right. Then, of course, you're intuitively keyed into her. Okay. So that makes it hard for you to watch her, in a way, struggle. So you also have your anxiety with your cortisol and your epinephrine, and you intuitively carry hers. So you okay. carry two people's epinephrine, stress hormones, and two people's cortisol. Do you understand why that would affect you? Wow. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you're at midlife, and it's hard for you to censor that. Okay. Because like Dolly Parton, you have a double D temporal lobe. <laughs> she does. <laughs> but my point is, and you're less of a frontal lobe. You can't censor it, even though you're trying extremely hard to on the radio. It's not going to work. Because I have <laughs> to make this work, because um, Diane... My producer listens to these shows, and if I mess up, she calls me and says, now, concerning reading number two, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I got to hear it all night long. I look at your head. I see something different. Upper respiratory tract. Your ears, something like that. I can't figure out. Dizziness, vertigo. There's something different with a susceptibility to problems with upper respiratory tract allergies, dizziness, vertigo. I look at your neck. I look at your thyroid. That, I see people in your family, including you, have an increased susceptibility of making antibodies against your thyroid gland. Antibodies that make it hard for you to have stable thyroid function. I look at your heart. At times, I wonder whether your heart skips a beat, adds a beat. I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast. I wonder if women in your family are prone to hormonally sensitive densities in their right breast. Density that tend to calcify. You have to be careful of that. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. In the past, you had problems with pain in the right upper quadrant of your abdomen, problems with fats and oils. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder, uterus, left ovary, red ovary, and cervix if you still had them. You tend to make cysts in your body with estrogen. You have to be careful about taking bioidentical progesterone or estrogen. Can you please tell me your health concerns? 
Um, okay, so yes, I've been very uh, dizzy, headachey, that sort of thing. Okay, I've how also... long have you had? How long have you had that? Um, it's gotten worse lately, but um, it's been. I had a head injury in August of twenty twenty, and uh, um, but it's it's been getting worse because I have to when I'm at work, I have to wear a mask and um, safety glasses. And then I've been taking more online classes, um, so I've been wearing my reading glasses at home. And because I'm doing a ton of paperwork with my mom, again, wearing more reading glasses uh, often. And so I've just noticed, like, this dizziness and this headache. And, Are you sure? Um, when did you um, – do you still get your periods? Oh, no, no. Actually, um, the cysts that you mentioned, I did actually have um, a hysterectomy. And so – but I am taking um, – I'm taking a, a product called Estragel. It's a gel-based like estrogen formula that I just like, rub on my skin. Hold on a second. How tall are you? I'm five, four and a half. How much do you weigh? I think 127 pounds. Okay. You just have to be careful because the cyst that you got in your pelvis, you're yeah. a cysto person with estrogen. You want to make sure you don't get them in your chest. Right. Because right now okay. you're a mother to the universe. You're a mother to your mother and you're a mother to your daughter. Right. And you don't want to be a breast on a stick. Okay. You want to consider taking coenzyme Q10, 400 to 600 milligrams a day. Mm-hmm. Grape seed extract, 360 milligrams a day. Do you know that um, people who have problems with estrogen, excess estrogen in their body tissue that they tend to make cysts. If you have excess estrogen, it can block thyroid function. That's the work of John Lee. Did you know that? Okay. And there's a connection between problems with thyroid and problems with breath. Notice I'm saying problems. Yeah. So you want to make sure, it's a misnomer to say, Test your levels of estrogen, blood, saliva, and urine, because a more accurate assessment would be whether you're making cysts in your breasts. You follow me? Okay. Or if whatever, however you monitor your breasts, mm-hmm. whether they um, are dense and fibrocystic. Okay. And know at one time they said that the presence of fibrocysts and breast had nothing to do with problems with breasts. It is a sign that you have estrogen sensitive breasts. And estrogen sensitive breasts plus estrogen that you're taking is perhaps difficult. Do you understand? Yeah. The headache, I'm not so sure about that. Because is it one side or the other or both? It's mostly on the mostly on the left side, which okay, is that's the why side I saw, that I, got. I saw the left ear, the left side of your head near the ear, and I couldn't yeah. figure out if it was middle ear dizziness, vertigo, head aches, mm-hmm. or was combination. Suffice it to say, if you had a head injury, mm-hmm. and I don't know what kind, you have to evaluate if that's causing you headaches. Right. And I don't know the severity of which the headaches. Mm-hmm. 
The other thing is estrogen, if it's in excess, could make your headaches worse. Did you know that? Um, no, I don't. No, the, I'm sorry. No, okay, how long have you had headaches? Well, like this head injury was... And I've had a few head injuries, but this last one was, I got bashed in the face by a turnstile going into work. Um, so, yeah. My point is you need to go to a neurologist mm-hmm. and ask them if you have headaches and whether or not you have, you need to get an EEG, EEG, or something mm-hmm. to make sure those headaches aren't something else. Okay. Okay? But suffice yeah. it to say... You're a very intuitively porous or sensitive person, correct? Yeah. And you have to, I said that it was difficult for you because these people were in a dependent role to mm-hmm. do stuff in the outer world to have fun. And it sounds like you're saying I have to get on the computer and you think it's that you get these headaches because it has to do with the eyeglasses. When really, your headaches are due to a kind of hyper-intense focus on the needs of nurturing and not having fun. Do you get it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing. You keep thinking it has to do with eyeglasses. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Because joy has been missing from my life. That's my point. And joy is opiates, and opiates is a anti-pain. It's like um, morphine. And so, um, does your daughter live with you? Yeah. Yeah, she does. You might want to try to help her get a coach. The other thing is if you've had several head injuries, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but I know that paperwork is not easy for me to do. Yeah. Because things jump around. So mm-hmm. if you've had, I mean, you basically talked about one that gives you headaches, but then there was something, a, a turnstile hit you in the head or something like that? What did right, you say? right. I got, yeah, you know, like a, uh, a turnstile, like those things. Okay, so going no, into no, no, my it's workplace. Okay. It doesn't, can I tell you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, sound good. I got good. bashed in the face by like a three and a half okay. inch pipe. Okay, nice. It's really good. <laughs> All we know is the literature suggests that those kind of events are not good for paperwork. <laughs> I can't. I have. You're right, because like difficulty concentrating. I know. I was trying to be kind. Problems with focus, <laughs> attention, sustained attention, distractibility, organization, planning. Not to oh. mention your eyes plays tricks on you. Blah blah blah. Yes. It says, yes. Yes. And headaches, and possibly something else. So you want to go to a neuropsychologist who's board certified and get an evaluation for cognitive things, for lack of a better word. And that would mean that, you know how they say that everybody wants to be indispensable. But um, if a meteor were to take you out, who would do your mother's paperwork for? I How do you know if know. the universe is saying... Every time you get one of these head injuries, next time it might be a three, two by four. I have no idea even what a two by four is, but they they use that term quite a bit in carpentry. Next time <laughs> you get hit in the head with something else, it might be 
I mean, that was a phrase in the movie Twister. It was about people who chase hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And a thir- a 18-wheeler f- fell at the car. A cow fell at the car. All of these things were stuck in a tornado. And then finally, some other thing was caught on fire, was thrown at this car, tr- a truck. And finally, Helen Hunt said, gee, do you think we should get off this road? You've been helping these people and not having as much of a joy life. And you've gotten in major head injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, you need to start to enjoy life a little bit more and trust that these people have a higher power and it's not you. Right. Because if something happened to you, you can set them up for somebody to help them. Because mm-hmm. if something happened to you, another accident, turnstile, two by four. There was a guy, a physician in my uh, medical school. Mm-hmm. He was a pulmonologist, lung person. He would put up a scan and he'd go, what happened to this person? Someone would say pneumonia. Someone else would say, I don't know, lung cancer. He'd go, no. And he had a Polish accent. He'd go, two by four, two, back up, neck. (laughs) (laughs) He would say it all the time, two by four, two, back up, neck. Next time you get hit. (laughs) It may be harder for you to focus on the paperwork. It might be a sign that you need to enjoy more in life and your mother needs someone else to help you. And I know Canada has all kinds of places that help people. You need to get your mother resources because you have no idea what you're doing with that paperwork. Do you understand? Oh, we're 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 really lucky. We've got consumer protection with us and pro bono also working with us. I know, good. So you need to put the paperwork aside, and you need to start working with cognitive rehab for you, Uh and joining group recreation, so that it will help rehabilitate your motor areas in your brain and your heart. The joy areas, okay? Good luck. Yeah. I want to thank, thank you. you. Not to mention that could cause sick thyroid, sick thyroid syndrome because injuries can cause yeah. that. So check your thyroid because I could saw that could be a problem. Thank you for welcoming me into your day. You've been yeah. listening to Healthy Living Intuitively. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.